Hey, Chosen fam. Welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About a Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are two best friends coming together to learn more about God and how we are chosen in Him. Join us here every Tuesday as we dive into God's Word about topics we all face to ultimately seek truth. We would love if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And be sure to check out the free resources at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Metronome. Get out of here. <laughs> Every week. Keeping us on beat like, uh, uh, uh. What is that from? I don't know. I'm like, I feel like this sounds so familiar. I don't know. Probably, I'm like, probably some Disney thing. Probably. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like, Madagascar. <gasps> yes, King Julian. Yes. Hunter can do a perfect King Julian oh impersonation. <laughs> He says that, look at me, I'm a lady. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, please stop. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'd pay money to see it. I'm going to make him do it for you for your birthday. Look, whenever I'm having a bad day, I just look at the video you sent me of, work, work, Angelica, <laughs> work, work, Eliza. And then Hunter's like, and Peggy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wonder how many, if we could have, I wonder how many people... Hunter would let, like, message in or vote on something. And then, like, if we had, like, 500 people say, yes, I want to see this, if Hunter would let me post that video. It's worth a try, my I opinion. Know. I mean, bringing joy to the world, it's worth the cost. Okay, y'all, follow along on the Chosen Girl Instagram. You might see something about that. <laughs> Are we including this in the in this week's recording? Probably. Why not? I'm, I don't know. Why not? Real Y'all, shenanigans. When we release this, Liz will have had a birthday. Oh, that's true. Happy birth week. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. How does it feel to be 26? Um, like I'm too young to be this old. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, I, you know, you, so y'all, both of Sarah and I are, um, in very different industries, but I would like to think that we are advanced for where we are, for our age in comparison. We've probably, we probably have too much responsibility for where we are. Yes. Yes. And so when I'm reminded that we are now both 26 and I'm like, what? We should, we should not be where we are doing what we're doing. And it blows my mind. But then I just stop and I say, thank you, Lord. Yes. You had you had plans that were so much grander than what we have for ourselves and for that's every why we season. feel this way. Yeah. Yes. Which I feel like perfectly ties into the topic that we're talking about tonight. Yes. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Tell me uh, about it. Yeah. Let let us tell you about it. <laughs> Staying on brand. Here. Yes. We had a dear friend and actually every time we um put out a poll on what you guys want to talk about, this is always a topic. Mm -hmm. It seems kind of cliche in the Christian world, but it is so real when it comes down to execution. Yeah. And that is witnessing. Yes. Where you are. Being a witness where you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Showing Jesus where you are. Um, One specific email we got, shout out to you, sweet girl. Thank you for following along. Um, You know who you are. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about Specifically on her college campus, but let's get real. Every season you're in, high school, middle school, college, your job, like your friend group, like Mm -hmm. this is something that is kind of a challenge 
that I think that we can overthink sometimes. Yeah, we definitely can. But I also don't want to use the term overthink as to take it lightly because right. we are commanded yes. to spread the gospel of Jesus. Yes. I think, you know, there's a saying, you know, do the, do the best you can where you are with what you have. Yes. And that 1,000% applies when it comes to the gospel. Yes. And that you have everything that you need. And if you will just do. And you sh- there's no need for us to be afraid of anything. If we, were, if we were doing it with the motivation of sharing Jesus, pure motivations that's focused solely on God, he will not let you say anything that's, that's I don't know, not true or that's flubbing of your words or yes. you're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to offend somebody. But, you know, in those moments when you're going at it and you say, God, like, give me the words to speak, you know, let my actions be pure. He will use you. Yes. Don't be afraid to ask God to use you because he will. And it's going to blow your mind. Absolutely. He'll take you far, like just further, farther in general than you ever thought that you could go. He'll give you strength, knowledge, wisdom, far beyond what you thought that you had. And that's just a testament to the gracious God that we serve. Yes. And I think that we have this idea of, like, standing on a sidewalk, like, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And here in this podcast, we're not here to bash any certain ways of doing this. But we're here to help women like us find our rhythm of, like, um, do people see Jesus in me? Like, yeah, I think that there is a distinct difference between, you know, you hear that cliche, um quote that's so true that you may be the only Bible that someone ever reads. Yeah. And living out your faith every day. Um, I never want to become complacent to the point, though, that if the Holy Spirit is telling me to specifically talk to someone or say something in a certain way, that I don't do that. Because I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, they know I'm a Christian. Yeah. So I feel like there's almost like almost two categories here of Mm -hmm. like, okay, one, let's talk about living our life out for Jesus with the Holy Spirit Dwelling within us mm-hmm. and that overflowing into everything we do. And then two, what do we do when we hear from God? Mm-hmm. And we have that, it may not be that audible voice, but it's that feeling, y'all know what I'm talking about in your heart where the Lord yes. is like, you need to go talk to her right now. And if you haven't felt it, keep living. The Lord wants yes. to use you. There will come a time when you know that you have, and it, it's almost always, I don't, I don't want to say almost always, so many times in my life, it has been things, I feel it strongly when it's things I don't want to do. So true. Because it's never a chore to yes. go talk to a friend that you know and you love and someone you trust about the Lord. It's always when it's something, somebody you don't know. Out of your you comfort zone. Out of your comfort zone. The Lord will take you there and you just got to be willing. Yes. We, my dad had a saying that was, you know, if the Lord put a, a hole in that brick wall, or even if he didn't put a hole, if he said jump, it's his, it's the Lord's business to put a hole there. That's not so your, good. Not your business to wonder where it's coming from. So when it comes down to our calling and witnessing, when the Lord says jump, we got to be willing to jump. And I say that, and I do not want to deceive you all and make you think that I've never not jumped before. There have been many times when I did not jump because I was scared of the Same. reaction of the other people, when I should have been more worried about the reaction of God. Okay, I think we can wrap that up. That's right. a great podcast. <laughs> because of that last week. <laughs> like, okay, guys, that's our show today. That's it. But that's true. <laughs> Y'all can take that to the bank. Yes. We need to, we need to be mindful. And I think another part of um, 
in thinking about our witnessing and being um, disciplined. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, and being yes. disciplined with us obeying the calling that we've been called to. You know, live a life worthy of the calling you've been called yes. to. That we also have to surround ourselves with people who will help hold us accountable. Totally. To make sure that we're walking in that calling that we're witnessing like we need to. And whereas, you know, it is always great to have friends of many different backgrounds and, you know, regardless if they're Christians or not. Yes. At the end of the day, your inner circle, those are the people that really need to support you and you need to do the same thing for them so that we're all moving forward as a one body of Christ. That's your Jesus hot team right there. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's talk about this. It kind of all goes back to our original chosen message. Mm -hmm. Is Jesus just a part of your life, or is Jesus your life? Is yeah. He the Lord of your life? And when we say things like Lord of your life, we're not saying that to be cliche or churchy or religious. We're saying like the word Lord means like He's in charge. Yeah. So um, you always gave the great analogy of a cookie. <laughs> yes. You know, can you can you refresh? I sure Our can. audience on that. So if you guys have not been with us since the A1 day one, I do encourage you to go back to season one. It was in one of the early, early episodes. Um, but it gave an analogy essentially of a chocolate chip cookie. And so many times we think that um, the chocolate chips might represent a different area of our life. So you might be a mom, a teacher, a, um, a best friend, a wife, and a Christian. You think those are the chocolate chips. Yes. When really what the what the Lord has called for us to do is the actual like meat of the cookie, the the bread part, that is our faith. That is yes. Christianity. And that the chocolate chips are all the other things. I am a follower of Christ first, not I am this, and then I'm all, I just also happen to be a follower of Christ. But when you shift that perspective in your own brain, and people, it'll follow suit with your life. Yes. You will live differently because you will no longer find fulfillment in trying to be something else. Your identity is found in the bread of the cookie. And it's so secure. So good. And you don't have to worry about the other call, all the other parts of your calling. If you are a mother, if you're a, a daughter, if you are a, a wife, if you are whatever your profession may be, a best friend, you know, a girlfriend, whatever you are. It's okay, because everything yes. is seen through the lens of, I'm a follower of Christ first. That is such a crucial foundation mm-hmm. to realize. I remember even as a teenager, like, coming back from church camp and being so on fire for the Lord, I literally wanted to, like, go to Walmart and be like, who can I tell about Jesus in Walmart? Yeah. Quickly, that would fade off, because that was, like, my campfire being all lit, you know, yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> let's get this fire going, you know. And that's great. I'm not dissing that at all. But I feel like I would almost like compartmentalize my Mm -hmm. faith in that Mm -hmm. like I would have this mindset that was kind of twisted of like, okay, when I start school this year, I'm going to make sure that I include Jesus in my conversations, that I'm doing this and that so that people can tell that I'm a Christian and kind of almost like making a strategy in my mind instead of just letting it encompass who I was. Yeah. Because... Guys, when we say, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of your life, or Lord of my life, the Holy Spirit dwells within us, and that power and that ability to talk with Him and have fellowship with Him throughout the day, every day, every moment of every day, um, it dwells within us. Mm-hmm. And I love the the description in the Bible that 
that God even gave us tangibly of that when Jesus breathed his last breath on the cross, the veil was torn mm-hmm. in the Holy of Holies in the temple. Right. I'm getting real bobbly on you guys. Come on. Y'all keep up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but there was this place where the Spirit of the Lord dwelled in every temple back in those days, back in the Bible times. Thousands of years ago. <laughs> Thousands of years ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Um, what am I doing? Sarah, get back on topic. Anyway, <laughs> there was the Holy of Holies, and only, like, the priests could go in there. I'm mm-hmm. not sure exactly what they called their pastors at the yeah. time. And sometimes the Spirit of the Lord would be so strong. This is, like, super serious but borderline humorous that they would have a rope mm-hmm. that they would tie around the priest that if the Spirit of the Lord was so strong and they couldn't take it and they passed out or whatever, they would pull them out mm-hmm. by the rope. I'm like, this Spirit is not to be reckoned with. Like, this is the all-powerful Spirit of God. Yes. When Jesus breathed his last breath and he gave up the ghost, as the Bible said, Mm -hmm. his spirit, he released his spirit. The veil was torn of the Holy Holies from the top to the bottom. Yeah. So that that spirit could dwell within us. Mm -hmm. And that spirit could give us the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, and so on, mm-hmm. that we could be empowered and have fellowship with Jesus every single day. What a so, gift. oh, wow. praise God for that. Yeah. So we have the power, like when we're talking about daily relationship with God, when we're talking about being in fellowship with Him and living a chosen life, choosing to be chosen, mm-hmm. like I opt for that. Yeah. There are so many, I don't want to use the word perks, but that's the only word that comes to my mind. That God wants to bless us with through His Holy Spirit. That so many Christians, myself included in certain seasons, have not taken advantage of yeah. what God has already done for us. Yes. And what you we just are like, oh yeah, I go to church. Oh yeah, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but do you have peace? Yes. But do you have constant... And it doesn't... Like, y'all, we're not perfect honey, we mess up so much. Yes. But we have literally the power of the Holy Spirit on tap at any time. Any time. And that is such a gift. Mm-hmm. So I think that sometimes Christians can be really hard on themselves and really overthink, oh my goodness, am I witnessing at work? Am I witnessing at school? When literally your life is already singing a song to the people around you. It is. And I don't mean that as a cop-out. Like, if the Lord is telling you to speak something to someone, you need to do that. Mm-hmm. I so regret the times. Be bold. That the, that I have not been bold. Mm-hmm. I've so, I can think of specific people and specific times that the Lord was like, <clears throat> you know, you need to encourage them today. Tell them this. And I'm like, what? Or go sit by them. Mm-hmm. Just go sit by them. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, Lord, no. Yeah. Because I was too worried about their opinion than God's opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think that we, one of the main things we're going to focus on today is how can we be aware of our lifestyle and what kind of song that is singing um, to the people around us. Yeah. That's so important. And I love what you said about that we have been chosen. Of course, that's our whole message here. Totally. That you've been chosen for something so much more. But it applies to all aspects of our life. And especially when we're talking about witnessing to others. And we talk, we're talking a lot about um, just actually just going and talking with people. 
you know, that can be anybody, it could be a stranger, it could be a friend, you don't know, but to move when the Lord says move, but in the instances that you don't, the Lord, every day I don't wake up and the Lord says, you need to talk to this person. Same. It's not an everyday thing. So what does it look like to actually witness? And the verse that I had was in, um, in John chapter 15, and I'm going to read, um, verse 12 through 17. My commandment, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater um, love has no, excuse me, greater love has no one than this to lay down his life for a friend. So like give everything. The Lord has given everything for you so you can do this. Yes. So that you can witness. Yes. You are my friends and if you do what I command, I no longer call you servants because the servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I've learned from my father, I've made known to you. AKA, he says, I have given you this command. This is your job. You have one job on earth. And it is to share the gospel, the good news of what I've done. Everything that you need to know, you already know. Yes. If you don't feel like you're knowledgeable enough, you are. Because the Lord sent you. I am sent you. Put some respect on his name. It's not just anybody. Girl. The, the... We're talking about God sent you with a purpose. Side note, can I share what you shared with me the other day? Sure. About, okay, how come it is so easy to take what someone on earth says as truth Mm -hmm. that is not true, that does not line up with the word of God, or it does not line up with what the Lord has spoken over your life, and then we doubt what God has said. Mm -hmm. Why do we do that? Tangible. I know. If someone's listening... And you're going through anything like mm-hmm. the conversation that Liz and I were going through or that we were having this conversation. I'm not, I'm not good with words today. Can we start over? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, at the end of the day, we have to answer to God mm-hmm. and his command and his, uh, his truth mm-hmm. over our life. And that is so important. And it's so funny how it's so easy for our flesh to believe what the tangible people around us say. And we have to constantly be reminding ourselves of the truth of what God says. Yeah. So true. That's so true. Anyway, I wanted to share that wisdom. I hope that helps somebody. No, I'm glad that you shared that. Thank That's you important. for sharing it with me. Well, you, well girl, <laughs> the Lord is the one that shared it with me. Thank you, so, Lord. Again, witnessing to your friends. Yes. It's just sharing God's word. Yes. But you can only share God's word when you know it. So whoa. pick up a Bible. Honey. Whoa, 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 ma'am. I don't yeah. mean to co- I'm not trying to come for you, but I'm going to tell you, you the can. truth when I say pick up your Bible. If you don't have a quiet time, honey, it's time. It's 2020. It's been bad enough for us not to have one. So if there was a year to convince you that we need the Lord, welcome to year 2020, the year of our Lord. Like, <laughs> literally. And if you haven't been following along, we're, we've been doing a reading plan with um, that Annie F. Downs put out. And that's been really great reading through the Gospels. So there's so many different things. But all this saying, again, you've been chosen for this. You have everything you need. Verse 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed Ooh. you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. A.K.A. Honey, did you hear what I said? <laughs> The fruit will last. Say it again. I can't even eat my bananas before they go bad. We're talking about fruit that's going to last. God has a plan for you to use that your your contributions, your talents, your efforts to make a lasting impact on this world. Yes. Anything done in his name is the only lasting impact on, on this world that you'll have. Well, and really, it 
like like you said, we are commanded several times. Specifically, I have written down Mark sixteen fifteen, go into all of the world and proclaim the gospel. And I know that's used for a lot of missionaries mm-hmm. and, and missions as that as that verse of choice. And I love that. Mm-hmm. So admire our missionary friends. But like we have a world around us at your desk and at your cubicle and at your classroom. Mm-hmm. And like Liz said, God is going to equip you. Yeah. He is going to empower you. But we cannot know what the truth is to proclaim if we don't know that truth mm-hmm. ourselves. And we have to claim that for ourselves mm-hmm. before we can even start to spread it around to our friends around us. Yeah. Um, going along with that, some questions to address and to reflect on this truth of what song does your life sing? What are you what what are you currently displaying to others mm-hmm. with your life and your actions? Here's some questions to get started. One, are you approachable? Yeah. Like, do people feel comfortable coming to you? And if you don't know, have you ever been in the grocery store and someone just come up to you? Are you that friend that people just confide in? Like, sometimes there might be, like, a deep secret, and you're like, why you, Why did you pick me to, to hold on to this secret? You know, those kinds of things. If people, you will know if you're approachable. Yeah. And, and I think that that's a very raw mm-hmm. question to ask, but mm-hmm. it's one that needs to be asked. Yeah. So journal about that a little bit, ladies. Think about that while you're driving. Mm-hmm. Stare into the abyss for a while. <laughs> be careful. Yes, be careful. It's crazy out there. Okay. This is, this is a question that Liz was like, what do you mean by this? And when I explained it, she was like, oh. So here's another one of those. Get ready to stare into the abyss some more. In what ways are you predictable? Are you predictable in a toxic way? Or a healthy way? And that kind of goes with the approachable question. Mm -hmm. Do people expect you to be in a bad mood? Yeah. Do people expect you to react a certain way to certain news? Do people expect you to be joyful despite what's happening around you? And mind you, there's two parts of this. You are not responsible for someone else's expectations of you. Right, right, right. But they will form those expectations based on your previous actions. Ooh, girl, come through. So we have to think about these things. And we're not saying everyone turn into Christian hippies Mm -hmm. in 24 hours. But if we look at the way that Jesus acted and reacted with people of all kinds, Mm -hmm. the Pharisees and the religious leaders, his own disciples, who were his closest friends and confidants, the sinners, the outcasts, the belittled, of every town he encompassed, mm-hmm. he treated all of those parties with respect, with dignity. He asked questions. Yeah. He showed interest. He showed love. And even though his disciples were his inner circle that he spent the most time with, he still showed love to those that needed it most. And he also convicted those mm-hmm. that needed it most with the twisted religion that was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to know how to interact with people, honey, let me to encourage you. Let me encourage you to read the Gospels and the life of Jesus Himself, mm-hmm. because when He was faced with a false leader or teacher or religious person who had kind of gone rogue and done things not the God way, He handled that in the most tactful, respectful way that 
brought wisdom, but also brought conviction. Yeah. With the people who were sinners, who were the complete outcast of society, he, again, was so tactful, so wise, brought love, but also brought a loving conviction that brought change to their life. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, oh, what you're doing is okay. He said, go and sin no more. But before that, he brought love. He brought um, solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grace, mercy. I'm like, okay, guys, if we want to know how that's to act with people, let's look at this, mm-hmm. this example here. Look, that's why John 15, verse 17, the last verse I didn't get to, this is my command, love each other. Love each other. Yes. How many times does God's word say love each other? So many. Yes. How many does it say, go go snatch up your brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So share truth, but also share it in love. Yes. Don't judge your brother, you know, or your sister or whoever it is in, that's in your life. But it's so important that when we're witnessing, that we're not just witnessing for our own benefit, but we're sharing the truth. Yes. And you can't, again, you can't share the truth if you don't know it. Because let me tell you, witnessing is not um, belittling your brother or sister in Christ Mm -mm. so that you feel better about yourself because you see them in a sin. Hello, let's go back to the log in one eye when there's a speck in another person's eye. Like, we need to go revisit that. Mm -hmm. Um, Confrontation in witnessing is not saying, oh, let's pray for this person and then gossiping about them. That Mm -hmm. is not what that is. Um, Paul writes in Colossians, which our chosen verse is in Colossians 3, and this is in Colossians 4. So literally a segue. Love that. Um, Colossians 4, starting in verse 2, this is in the Message Bible. It says, pray diligently. Stay alert with your eyes wide open in gratitude. Don't forget to pray for us that God will open doors for telling the mystery of Christ, even while I'm locked up, locked up in this jail. So it doesn't matter where you are. Mm-hmm. You can still open doors yep. do for the, people to see who God is. Do the best you can. Yes. He goes on to say, Pray that every time I open my mouth, I'll be able to make Christ plain as day to them. Yes. That is, yes. That is a prayer that I feel like I need to be speaking over my own yes. life every day. Like it's not about saying, well, look at this that I did. It's, we're making look at Christ God. plain as day. Mm-hmm. Verse 5 says, use your heads as you li- use your heads, we can stop there, as you live and work among outsiders. Don't miss a trick. Make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious in your speech. The goal, listen here, y'all, the goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation. Not put them down, not cut them out. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. It's It is easy. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Totally. When you, I know that debates can happen over anything. If the sky is blue and somebody thinks it's purple, you know, in those moments, be gracious. Girl, and social media right now is hard. Yes. (laughs) I feel so sorry for anyone who is in the limelight in a negative way for standing up for what they believe in. Whether it be people that I disagree with or people that I agree with. Because the internet is mean. Yeah. It, it takes away the actual the physical face of having to say it to somebody. So it's, it 
make gives a false sense of courage. Yes. Which and can be dangerous. We can be mean in our witnessing. Mm-hmm. But Colossians four. Our job is to make Christ as plain as day. And you know, another thing that we were talking about earlier is that there are times when we can be afraid of witnessing for how Ooh, let's talk the other person's that. going to react. And um, if you keep reading on down in, in John 15, I've highlighted this verse. And when Sarah and I were talking earlier, I had stopped at 17. And then I said, hold up, I didn't miss something. But I don't, want, I don't want you all to miss this. And starting, I'll start in verse 18. If the world hates you, keep that in mind that it hated me first. Oh, that's Jesus if, talking. That's it good. Is, it's, this, all of this is Jesus talking. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Wow. I, I'm saying this to you all, but I need to say it to myself. That when there are times when I have had an opportunity to share truth, and I'm scared because it's going to ruffle feathers. Yes. And as a two and who I am, I hate the idea of that. Yes. But the truth of God's word is worth that every time. I'm not telling, I'm not saying I'm, I never speak up in the name of God, but I'm just saying that there are, I can think of multiple times in my life where I've kept my lips shut when I should have used that as an opportunity to share God's truth. Yes, I can too. And if, and I have to remind myself, if someone gets mad at you, and I'll tell you, if someone gets mad at you for sharing the truth of God, they are not mad at you. They're mad at God. Yes. These are not your words. They're his. Don't take it personal. Yes. But two, I think that one thing that you've shared with me is when you have shared the truth specifically to these people, you were in a position of friendship to do so. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing worse than the other day a stranger made a snarky remark to me as if to kind of look down upon me. Um, for an action that they misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, excuse me. <laughs> no, you do not know this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing now thinking about the situation. But so many times Christians get a bad reputation for speaking out, mm-hmm. thinking that they're doing good and their intention is there. Yes. Like the good, I don't think that they meant ill. Mm-hmm. However, because they weren't in a position to speak truth into that individual's life because their relationship with them wasn't there. It came across as snarky, as looking down their nose at you. And, you know, if you are speaking truth, the truth of Jesus, into a friend's life that you feel comfortable speaking into their life and they still take it the wrong way, you just have to trust that God is going to make it right. Yes, use your discernment. Yes, that's something else I wrote down that we need to talk about. The Holy Spirit guiding us in discernment mm-hmm. through every step, every word, every message we send. Yeah. And really evaluating, like, what is my motivation to send this? Is it because I want to feel right? Mm-hmm. Or I want to feel like, yay, A plus for me. I got full five gold stars on my Christian report card today. <laughs> Like, because you can feel that way sometimes. Like, oh yeah, I did right for Christ. Like, and you know, do you follow Kiki Palmer on TikTok? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Her church woman. Yes. TikToks. It's so funny. What about Janet? Janet. Oh yes. Janet. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> What's her name? Miss Lady. So, yes, <laughs> yes. But she's saying things in like such a loving way that is such a passive aggressive like compliment, quote yes. unquote. And it, y'all, y'all got to check it out. It's so funny. But seriously, on a serious note, sometimes as a Christian culture, we can get a bad reputation for trying to do good and say things that are true, but it's out of context not at the right time, not at the right place, not with the right person. And it just comes across as being the quote that comes up to mind is holier than thou. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit's discernment. That's right. You know what didn't cost you anything? It's my, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but it don't cost you nothing to keep your mouth shut. (laughs) It really doesn't. If you were that concerned, you can take it straight to the Lord. Yes. You don't you don't always have to say something to to them. If you don't know, if the Lord didn't say I need to go tell this person this or you don't feel like you have the discernment to go tell somebody something that you feel the need to hear, it doesn't cost you anything to keep your mouth shut yes. and take it to the Lord and say, "God, I feel like they're struggling with this. I want to pray for them." Yes. And be intentional about it. Because if if your motive is, "Lord, I'm a vessel empty for you to use." Mm-hmm. I'm on assignment for you. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't matter what your own agenda is or your own feelings that mm-hmm. you need to get out. Like, I was just venting. I just need to get it out. Like, no, our agenda needs to be that of what God wants us to do. And if the God doesn't say, if, if God doesn't say move, we don't move. Mm-mm. If God doesn't say yes, then it's a no. Yep. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if the Holy Spirit is active in us and we're, in communication with God every day, if we are reading His Word, if we are taking in His truth every day, our life is going to speak more volumes sometimes than what our words could in those situations. And again, cannot stress enough the gift of discernment in the Holy Spirit of the Lord saying, you know what? Words may hurt worse in this situation. Mm -hmm. Or God saying, yes, girl, run and tell them this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could make, it could literally be the difference of eternity mm-hmm. of of speaking into someone's life. Like, you've got to think, like, y'all, this is kingdom work. Again, that that is what we've been called to. That's what we've been chosen for. That right there is the fruit that we're talking about. Yes. That could be everlasting. You speaking when God says speak, moving when God says move, could mean salvation for some, for. For it could be salvation for one of your friends. Yes. Who, because of that salvation, meets another that has a Christian spouse, who raises a Christian family, who might be a pastor, some church that revolutionizes an entire community. Wow. My grandmother always says someone was Billy Graham's Sunday school teacher. Yes. Like, that's insane to think about. Mm-hmm. Something that you read earlier in John 15, going back to verse 9, was about how when Jesus says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. Yes. Which means we are just meant and created in Christ to be an extension of him. Mm-hmm. And that got us talking about family resemblance. Yes. <laughs> if any of you know us on a personal level, honey, Liz Sanders is spit right out of Mary. Yes. <laughs> Y'all can go back and look at the YouTube videos of us with our moms in our relationship series last mm-hmm. season, which we're doing again this yes. season. We're Yay. so excited to mix it up 
cannot wait to tell you guys, you guys more about that. It. But um, you take on the likeness of who you're around. Mm-hmm. I even think of little things that, that friends of mine say that I've picked up on saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look just like my mom. And even several weeks ago, I was down working in the store and I was talking to someone I had never met before. And she was like, you talk just like someone I know. And I was like, I talk like them? And she said, yes, but it's a man. And I was, she said, do you know Doug Dillard? And I was like, oh my gosh. that's my dad. I was like, <laughs> whoa. Like, I was like in a vortex. Like, phew, phew, phew. Right. like that's so weird. <laughs> I've never gotten that remark before. Like, yeah. you talk just like someone I know. But the point is, you take on the likeness mm-hmm. of who you are around. And we talked about family and friend resemblance. Well, as we start to spend time with the Lord, we start to look like our Heavenly Father. Yes. Praise God. And people see that. And one of my favorite verses about the topic of witnessing that took Liz to church mm-hmm. is First Peter 3.15. My eighth grade Bible teacher made me um, memorize this. Always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have. Yes, Lord. <laughs> if you don't know why you got it, you, how are you going to convince someone else? Yes. And That's why it's got what? to be yours. And you know what? You might be afraid to share. Because then you might know that you can't back it up. Yes. Ooh, girl. That kind of goes back to what we said last week about adulting. Mm-hmm. Like, do we believe what we believe because everyone else around us believes it? Or our mama did? Or our grandmother did? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or do we believe it because Jesus is our Lord and Savior? Yeah. Personally. On a personal level. Mm-hmm. And... That is some, we, we gave y'all some deep heart check homework. <laughs> like, what is the reason for the hope that you have? Are you approachable? Are you predictable? Are you on assignment? These are things that we need to think about. But I also want to encourage you guys with this to not be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. You're still human. I feel like there's a toxic expectation of witnessing looks like X, Y, or Z. When mm-hmm. I remember being in college, someone asking me, why are you happy all the time? And I didn't tell him about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, always be prepared yeah. to give a reason for the hope that you have. Mm-hmm. And I, that would have been a beautiful door that could have been opened. And since then, I've been asked that again, and I was able to redeem myself. Felt so much, I felt, let me tell you this, I felt so much better answering the question about Jesus than I did answering it with whatever random stupid answer I gave my freshman year of college. Yeah. Felt so much better. You don't always think about that. We think it's a it's a safer route. Yes. But it leaves you feeling worse off. It does. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That, that's so ironic. But, guys, we want to encourage you. Grace upon grace, you're going to mess up. We are only human. Mm-hmm. However, if there's a time to be on assignment for the Lord... That time is now. Right now. Mm-hmm. That time is now. Jesus died so that the Holy Spirit could come and be our comforter and counselor in this, mm-hmm. give us discernment in this. But I think that the real boldness is the courage and the bravery to live in communion with the Holy Spirit every day. Yeah. And it sounds exhausting, but I'll have to tell you, I. I'm not saying this bragging at all, but lately my quiet times have been something that I depend on now more than ever. So I have 
um, been more consistent. And you would think that that is something that messes with my schedule or is exhausting. But it is the most life and peace-giving mm-hmm. act that I've added to my daily routine consistently. Yeah. That I will never regret that I have seen significant shifts in my life and in my faith come from even 15 or 30 minutes of my day set aside for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's also caused me to think about God throughout the day. Yes. Way more. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wondering if the investment is worth it. It's worth it. Yes. There's no doubt. Nothing that the Lord invests in or that is the Lord returns void. Yes, He is a God right. of multiplication. And he will multiply whatever you, you willingly give to him. He wants to promote you. And it's so funny how I thought that it would be so stressful to my schedule and all the things that I thought. And, and a lot of Christian, Christendom, Christianese language, like a quiet time, you know, that's mm-hmm. a very Christian word to say, right? Churchy. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you would think that it's a rule. Like, oh, you've got to spend this much time with God. You've got to do it in the morning. It's got to look like this. No. Mm-mm. It can be anything. It can. And when you start reaping the benefits of those, it is not a rule. Mm-hmm. It is a gift. It is a blessing mm-hmm. that you will start to crave. Yes. It's just like last week when we were talking about you're almost like your, your faith, the fitness of your faith. Yes. It's just like, you know, do you, are you eating the right things? Are you eating up the word of God? Are you drinking enough water, a.k.a. are you spending enough intentional time with God? Yes. You know. So good. Are you exercising that faith? And you never regret it. No. You always feel so never. refreshed and empowered mm-hmm. and revived and peaceful. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the fruits of the Spirit. It is the fruit. It's what grows when you water it. Absolutely. And you guys remember... That when, when you start to, to witness wherever you are, and if you don't get a good response, like I just said in uh, in chapter John, oh my gosh, John 15, 19. Words are hard. It's okay. Right? Thank you. <laughs> the world don't like you anyways. Yes. That sounds so bad, honey. But let me tell you something. You are a child of the most high God. Yes. Who cares if the world don't like you? Yes. We don't care. Well, at the end of the day, whose approval would you rather have? I want God's That's approval. what it comes down to. I'm going to spend the rest of eternity with him, not with the world. <laughs> I worried about them. <laughs> Look, he done chose you for one thing and one thing only. That's enough. That's all I need. That's right. What's, so good. Yeah. I'm going to make a compilation of Liz's sassy moments. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but They're it's going to be just time. a bunch of truth bombs just going off. It, look, it's just it's the word of God. It will bless the masses. Come on. <laughs> get blessed by the word of God. Yes. Like, I, I didn't make this up. It's not even mine. He owns it. That's right, girl. I'm just happy to share. We just repeating. Amen. Plagiarizing. Out he here don't for the mind. Lord. Look, yes. Right? He don't mind. But guys, we hope that this helped you. It's a lifestyle that you live. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Link up with God. Get yoked up. With the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. He's going to help you. Amen. He's not going to lead you to anything that He's not going to equip you for. Absolutely. Again, consider the wildflowers. Don't you think that He will attend to you, take care of you, and take pride of you? He will. And He does every day. Absolutely. Wow, this was good. Good talk. Um, thank you for bearing with me as I stumbled through my words as 
literally that is my only job right now is grace to be good with words. Grace on grace. We yes. You. Thank you. Clear. Y'all know what I'm saying, and that's the whole point. So thank you. God's good. God God's good. good, and we love you guys. We do love you guys. We hope y'all have a great week. We appreciate you guys so much riding in. Um, thank you for leaving reviews. We love seeing those. Thank y'all for loving the Wildflower Collection. It, it was birthed out of all of our feelings from being stuck in quarantine. Yes. And we're just, we love that you guys have loved it. Yes. It's just a representation that good things are coming. Yes. When you think of fruit and flowers blooming and growth. And good things are coming. The best is always yet to come in Christ. Amen. Amen. So we'll see you here next week, guys. Tell me about it Tuesday. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.